Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 25, Texts 1 through 10. Chapter 25, The Glories of Devotional Service. And Devahuti begins inquiring from her son, Lord Kapiladev. As a reminder, these podcasts are audio companions to a free online study at our website, sarusangaonline.com. If you would like to delve deeper into studying Srimad Bhagavatam with other devotees, please join us. These podcasts and our online study series are made possible by contributions from devotees. To offer your support, please use the links on our website homepage or send donations through PayPal to sarusangaonline at gmail.com. Thank you. Srimad Bhagavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 25, The Glories of Devotional Service. Text 1. Sri Shonaka said, Although he is unborn, the Supreme Personality of Godhead took birth as Kapila Muni by his internal potency. He descended to disseminate transcendental knowledge for the benefit of the whole human race. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The word Atma Pragyaptaye indicates that the Lord descends for the benefit of the human race to give transcendental knowledge. Material necessities are quite sufficiently provided for in the Vedic knowledge, which offers a program for good living conditions and gradual elevation to the platform of goodness. In the mode of goodness, one's knowledge expands. On the platform of passion, there is no knowledge, for passion is simply an impetus to enjoy material benefits. On the platform of ignorance, there is no knowledge and no enjoyment, but simply life almost like that of the animals. The Vedas are meant to elevate one from the mode of ignorance to the platform of goodness. When one is situated in the mode of goodness, he is able to understand knowledge of the self, or transcendental knowledge. This knowledge cannot be appreciated by an ordinary man. Therefore, since a disciplic succession is required, this knowledge is expounded either by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself or by His bona fide devotee. Shonakamuni also states here that Kapila, the incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, took birth, or appeared, simply to appreciate and disseminate transcendental knowledge. Simply to understand that one is not matter, but spirit-soul, aham brahmasmi, I am by nature brahman, 
is not sufficient knowledge for understanding the self and his activities. One must be situated in the activities of Brahman. Knowledge of those activities is explained by the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself. Such transcendental knowledge can be appreciated in human society, but not in animal society, as clearly stated here by the word nirnam, for the human beings. Human beings are meant for regulated life. By nature, there is regulation in animal life also, but that is not like the regulative life as described in the scriptures or by the authorities. Human life is regulated life, not animal life. In regulated life only, one can understand transcendental knowledge. Text 2. Shonaka continued. There is no one who knows more than the Lord himself. No one is more worshipable or more mature a yogi than he. He is therefore the master of the Vedas, and to hear about him always is the actual pleasure of the senses. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda In Bhagavad-gītā, it is stated that no one can be equal to or greater than the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is confirmed in the Vedas also. Eko bahonam yo vedadati kāman He is the supreme living entity and is supplying the necessities of all other living entities. Thus, all other living entities, both Vishnu Tattva and Jiva Tattva, are subordinate to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. The same concept is confirmed here. Nahyasya Varsmana Pumsam Among the living entities, no one can surpass the Supreme Person, because no one is richer, more famous, stronger, more beautiful, wiser, or more renounced than he. These qualifications make him the supreme Godhead, the cause of all causes. Yogis are very proud of performing wonderful feats, but no one can compare to the supreme personality of Godhead. Anyone who is associated with the Supreme Lord is accepted as a first-class yogi. Devotees may not be as powerful as the Supreme Lord, but by constant association with the Lord, they become as good as the Lord himself. Sometimes the devotees act more powerfully than the Lord. Of course, that is the Lord's concession. Also used here is the word varnha, meaning the most worshipful of all yogis. To hear from Krishna is the real pleasure of the senses. Therefore, he is known as Govinda. For by his words, his teachings, by his instruction, 
by everything connected with him, he enlivens the senses. Whatever he instructs is from the transcendental platform, and his instructions, being absolute, are non-different from him. Hearing from Krishna, or his expansion or plenary expansion, like Kapila, is very pleasing to the senses. Bhagavad Gita can be read or heard many times, but because it gives great pleasure, the more one reads Bhagavad Gita, the more he gets the appetite to read and understand it, and each time he gets new enlightenment. This is the nature of the transcendental message. Similarly, we find that transcendental happiness in Srimad Bhagavatam. The more we hear and chant the glories of the Lord, the more we become happy. Text 3. Therefore, please precisely describe all the activities and pastimes of the personality of Godhead, who is full of self-desire and who assumes all these activities by his internal potency. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The word Anukirtaya is very significant. Anukirtaya means to follow the description, not to create a concocted mental description, but to follow. Shonaka Rishi requested Sutta Goswami to describe what he had actually heard from his spiritual master, Sukadev Goswami, about the transcendental pastimes of the Lord manifested by his internal energy. Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has no material body, but he can assume any kind of body by his supreme will. That is made possible by his internal energy. Text 4. Sri Sutta Goswami said, The most powerful sage Maitreya was a friend of Vyasadeva. Being encouraged and pleased by Vidura's inquiry about transcendental knowledge, Maitreya spoke as follows. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Questions and answers are very satisfactorily dealt with when the inquirer is bona fide and the speaker is also authorized. Here, Maitreya is considered a powerful sage, and therefore he is also described as Bhagavan. This word can be used not only for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but for anyone who is almost as powerful as the Supreme Lord. Maitreya is addressed as Bhagavan because he was spiritually far advanced. He was a personal friend of Dwaipayana Vyasadeva, a literary incarnation of the Lord. Maitreya was very pleased with the inquiries of Vidura because they were the inquiries of a bona fide advanced devotee. Text 5. 
Thus, Maitreya was encouraged to answer. When there are discourses on transcendental topics between devotees of equal mentality, the questions and answers are very fruitful and encouraging. Text 5. Maitreya said, When Kardama left for the forest, Lord Kapila stayed on the strand of the Bindu Sarovara to please his mother, Devahuti. Purport by Srila Prabhupada In the absence of the father, it is the duty of the grown son to take charge of his mother and serve her to the best of his ability so that she will not feel separation from her husband. And it is the duty of the husband to leave home as soon as there is a grown-up son to take charge of his wife and family affairs. This is the Vedic system of household life. One should not remain continually implicated in household affairs up to the time of death. He must leave. Family affairs and the wife may be taken charge of by the grown son. Text 6. When Kapila, who could show her the ultimate goal of the absolute truth, was sitting leisurely before her, Devahuti remembered the words Brahma had spoken to her, and therefore she began to question Kapila as follows. Text 7. Devahuti said, I am very sick of the disturbance caused by my material senses. For because of this sense disturbance, my lord, I have fallen into the abyss of ignorance. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Hear the word Asad Indriya Tarsanat is very significant. Asat means impermanent, temporary. And indriya means senses. Thus, asad indriya tarshanat means from being agitated by the temporarily manifested senses of the material body. We are evolving through different statuses of material bodily existence, sometimes in a human body, sometimes in an animal body. And therefore, the engagements of our material senses are also changing. Anything which changes is called temporary, or asat. We should know that beyond these temporary senses are our permanent senses, which are not covered by the material body. The permanent senses, being contaminated by matter, are not acting properly. Devotional service therefore involves freeing the senses from this contamination. When the contamination is completely removed and the senses act in the purity of unalloyed Krishna consciousness, we have reached sad indriya, or eternal sensory activities. Text 8. 
Eternal sensory activities are called devotional service, whereas temporary sensory activities are called sense gratification. Unless one becomes tired of material sense gratification, there is no opportunity to hear transcendental messages from a person like Kapila. Devahuti expressed that she was tired. Now that her husband had left home, she wanted to get relief by hearing the instructions of Lord Kapila. Text 8 Your Lordship is my only means of getting out of this darkest region of ignorance, because you are my transcendental eye, which by your mercy only I have attained after many, many births. Purport by Srila Prabhupada This verse is very instructive, since it indicates the relationship between the spiritual master and the disciple. The disciple, or conditioned soul, is put into the darkest region of ignorance, and therefore is entangled in material existence of sense gratification. It is very difficult to get out of this entanglement and attain freedom. But if one is fortunate enough to get the association of a spiritual master like Kapila Muni, or his representative, then, by his grace, one can be delivered from the mire of ignorance. The spiritual master is therefore worshipped as one who delivers the disciple from the mire of ignorance with the light of the torch of knowledge. The word paragom is very significant. Paragom refers to one who can take the disciple to the other side. This side is conditioned life. The other side is the life of freedom. The spiritual master takes the disciple to the other side by opening his eyes with knowledge. We are suffering simply because of ignorance. By the instruction of the spiritual master, this darkness of ignorance is removed, and thus the disciple is enabled to go to the other side of freedom. It is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that after many, many births, one surrenders to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, if, after many, many births, one is able to find a bona fide spiritual master and surrender to such a bona fide representative of Krishna, one can be taken to the side of light. Text 9 You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the origin and Supreme Lord of all living entities. You have arisen to disseminate the rays of the sun in order to dissipate the darkness of ignorance of the universe. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Kapila Muni is accepted as an incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Here the word Adya means the origin of all living entities, and Pumsam Isvara means the Lord 
Isvara, of the living entities. Isvaraha Paramaha Krishna. Kapilamuni is the direct expansion of Krishna, who is the sun of spiritual knowledge. As the sun dissipates the darkness of the universe, so when the light of the Supreme Personality of Godhead comes down, it at once dissipates the darkness of Maya. We have our eyes, but without the light of the sun, our eyes are of no value. Similarly, without the light of the Supreme Lord, or without the divine grace of the spiritual master, one cannot see things as they are. Text 10 Now be pleased, my lord, to dispel my great delusion. Due to my feeling of false ego, I have been engaged in your maya and have identified myself with a body and consequent bodily relations. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The false ego of identifying one's body as oneself and of claiming things possessed in relationship with this body is called maya. In Bhagavad Gita, 15th chapter, the Lord says, I am sitting in everyone's heart, and from me come everyone's remembrance and forgetfulness. Devahuti has stated that false identification of the body with the self and attachment for possessions in relation to the body are also under the direction of the Lord. Does this mean that the Lord discriminates by engaging one in his devotional service and another in sense gratification? If that were true, it would be an incongruity on the part of the Supreme Lord. But that is not the actual fact. As soon as the living entity forgets his real constitutional position of eternal servitorship to the Lord and wants instead to enjoy himself by sense gratification, he is captured by Maya. This capture by Maya is the consciousness of false identification with the body and attachment for the possessions of the body. These are the activities of Maya. And since Maya is also an agent of the Lord, it is, indirectly, the action of the Lord. The Lord is merciful. If anyone wants to forget him and enjoy in this material world, he gives him full facility. Not directly, but through the agency of his material potency. Therefore, since the material potency is the Lord's energy, indirectly it is the Lord who gives the facility to forget him. Devahuti therefore said, My engagement in sense gratification was also due to you. Now kindly get me free from this entanglement. By the grace of the Lord, one is allowed to enjoy this material world. But, when one is disgusted with material enjoyment and is frustrated, and when one sincerely surrenders unto the lotus feet of the Lord, then the Lord is so kind that he frees one from entanglement. Krishna therefore says in Bhagavad Gita, 
First of all, surrender, and then I will take charge of you and free you from all the reactions of sinful activities. Sinful activities are those activities performed in forgetfulness of our relationship with the Lord. In this material world, activities for material enjoyment, which are considered to be pious, are also sinful. For example, one sometimes gives something in charity to a needy person with a view to getting back the money four times increased. Giving with the purpose of gaining something is called charity in the mode of passion. Everything done here is done in the modes of material nature. And therefore, all activities but service to the Lord are sinful. Because of sinful activities, we become attracted by the illusion of material attachment. And we think, I am this body. I think of the body as myself and of bodily possessions as mine. Devahuti requested Lord Kapila to free her from that entanglement of false identification and false possession. 